Alice said, let us begin at the beginning. The first principle of conscious career development is abundance. Abundance is not a concept. Abundance is not a romantic ideal of what the world can be. Abundance is the natural state of affairs in the universe. For it is a scientific fact that one day of sunshine yields enough energy to power every motor, every machine, every energy-consuming device on this planet. The energy is there. The issue is, are we able to receive it? More important than talents or abilities, more important than the prevailing conditions in the job market, is your deep sense of trust in life. And that's what abundance is. Abundance is self-acceptance, is freedom, is deep trust in your life process. Abundance doesn't mean you need to accumulate a lot of things. Abundance doesn't mean you don't take care of the details. But on its deepest level, abundance means that you feel that you are loved. And if you feel that you are loved, you will be willing to take risks. And taking risks is the first step in breaking out of your vocational inertia because careers are produced through trial and error. Let me say that again. Careers are produced through trial and error. It's not magic. It's not that someone's going to drop the perfect job down from the sky into your lap. It's by trying and instead of being distraught and upset at failure, understanding that so-called failure is just a learning experience. You know, when I first began doing career counseling and developing this work, I had a somewhat naive idea that our careers would develop out of joy and we'll all create our work out of joy. And it was a nice idea, but the fact of the matter is that wonderful, powerful careers have been developed out of pain, frustration, and oppression. The one thing that cannot develop passionate vocational energy is numbness. So the second step in career development is to allow your true feelings space to guide your choices in life. Very often, after I give a lecture, someone will come up to me and say, you know, I really hear what you're saying, and I have a sense of what I want to do. I have a sense of what my passion is, but I just can't get over the hump. How can I break through the sense of inertia? And my usual answer is, you will break through when you get angry enough. And anger here is a euphemism for the power of passion to move you beyond the threshold of inertia. So ask yourself, what do you care about deeply? What makes you indignant enough to change yourself or the world? What would you do even if you weren't being paid for it? This is your passion. But what if I don't have any passion? What if I really don't have a sense of what is motivating me in life? Is there any way I can work with the energy of feeling to begin to move into my vocational alignment? And the answer is yes.
because if you don't have passion, you do have symptoms. And I define a symptom as anything on any level that's bothering you. When you're in scarcity, which is the opposite of abundance, you hide your symptoms. You're afraid of them. You don't acknowledge them or you try to destroy them. But when you are in abundance, you can let your symptoms in. And symptoms are the messengers of passion. For example, here's a symptom. I hate my job. Now, that's a beginning, but it doesn't tell me enough. So, I work to open around the symptom. What is it exactly about your job that you hate? Is it the fluorescent lights? Is it commuting an hour and a half to work every day? Is it your boss? When you begin to explore the symptom, the feeling of discomfort, that is when you get information, and information will open the channel for passion to flow. Now, this can work externally as well. A colleague of mine had a very typical symptom for people who park their cars in New York City. His car radio was stolen three times. And since he was a practitioner of voluntary simplicity, buying a car alarm was more expensive than his whole car. So what to do? Well, he opened to the symptom. He let himself feel the indignation and what can I do about it? And he wound up inventing a device called the flasher, which you stick into the cigarette lighter of your car and it acts as a decoy car alarm. And he sold 50,000 of them. So if you get angry enough, if you find out what really moves you, this is what is going to give you the energy to move beyond the crowd and to move beyond your own limitations. We do not need to mask or deny symptoms, but when we are in abundance, we can work deeply with them and they will reveal our passions and our convictions. Now, once you have a sense of abundance and passion, once you have a sense of what's moving you and you feel good about yourself, the next step in conscious career building is focusing. You must be able to focus on a particular area. You must be able to say, I want this. And notice, many corporate vocational seminars, they begin at this place. They begin with goal setting and focusing. But, if you don't have a sense of what's important to you before you focus, and if it's not coming from your place of wholeness and abundance, you will climb the ladder to success, and when you get to the top, you may find that it's leaning against the wrong building. So what we want is not just power, focus, and discipline, but power, focus, and discipline within alignment. And this is the science of goal setting and creating trajectories that are in harmony with your natural direction, that are in harmony with your inherent nature. Now, focusing requires responsibility. You are responsible for choosing a direction, for making commitments, and for following through. But setting a direction can be made even more effective when you do it in timed increments instead of idealistic forevers. So, part of the science of goal setting, or creating trajectories, if you will, is to not ask yourself, what do you want to do with the rest of your life? But what is the one thing that if you got it done in the next six months, 
you would feel good about yourself. Now, once you've set a direction, once you've got the focus, you keep that direction right in front of you and it stays right in front of you because it's aligned with your passion. It's aligned with your conviction. It's what you really want. Anybody who can align abundance, feeling, and focus is going to start making things happen in their life very quickly. And once things start happening and you feel the power of alignment, then you're even more encouraged to keep the focus, to keep your mind on it, and not to let yourself get scattered. However, we are just in the middle of the process. Because once you have a sense of focus, you move into the fourth step, which is sharing your focus. The way you develop a career is you find out what moves you. And then you ask, how can my area of enthusiasm translate into a product, a project, or a service? And the key ingredient here is community. How can I serve my community with my energy? The first question I ask in any career counseling session is, do you have a sense of your community? Do you know who the people are who would be genuinely interested in your product, your projects, or your services? Because another name for a community is a market. And the fourth step of conscious career building is to take your focus and begin to network and share and move out of your own limited way of thinking and begin to move that focus into community. As we begin to share our work with others and develop a stronger sense of community, we naturally move into the energy of the creative, which is the next step of vocational development. Because the creative energy asks, how can I do this differently? How can I expand my vision? If the job I'm looking for is not quite present in my company, how might I create it? I know one manager in a corporation who went to his vice president and said, I've been doing this job for 20 years and I'm bored. Vice president said, well, do you want to leave? He said, no, I'll tell you exactly what I want to do. I want to go around to all your different plants and speak to the workers about how they're doing their job, how it can be improved, and how they can feel better in the workplace. And you know what? The vice president said, here it is. Here's a contract. Here's your new job. When you begin to open up to new possibilities through community, through sharing, you are able to bring into the marketplace what did not exist before. The sixth step in conscious career building is taking our plan, our community, and our creativity and putting it in the hands of the spirit. Whatever spirit means to you and however you understand it, whether it's God, cosmic consciousness, higher intelligence. And what we do in this sixth step of conscious career development is invite the spirit to be part of our job search. We don't need to manipulate everything and everyone. If we open ourselves to the power of the universe, then we will be in our right place at our right time. 
because there's a place that needs you and there's a place where you need to be. And when you see them coming together, you are bringing the power of spirit into your vocational life. The seventh and final step in conscious career creation is simply the mystery. No matter how many steps we follow, there is a mystery underneath and around our lives. There are forces at work that we cannot even begin to conceive of. And more often than not, we draw the circumference of possibility too tightly around our limited ideas. So, in this place of mystery, we can move into the unknown. And when you do that, you are actively meeting your destiny instead of passively resigning to your fate. And the sense of moving into your destiny calls in forces of support that you cannot even imagine exist. It's a power of feeling intuitively that you came into this world to do something. And that something is your vocation. It is your calling. And when you open to the power of your calling, it can call you through the unknown and into the place you need to be, doing the work you need to do, serving the community that you were meant to serve. One way of working with this energy of the unknown is through what I call the surfing method of career development. Surfers don't just take any wave that comes, but by moving into alignment and being patient and alert, the surfer is suddenly able to feel and sense, yes, this is the right wave. And in the same way, when we have trust in the unknown and trust in the universe, we feel the energy that's coming along, and we can take it. I remember once I was lying on the beach in Italy, convinced in my conscious mind that my academic career was over. And all of a sudden, someone's cell phone rings, and it was the chairman of the Department of Religion at Vassar College recruiting me for this job. And there I was, lying up at the beach, looking at the clouds. And all of a sudden, the wave came, not from the water, but right through the telephone. And when that wave came, I felt, yes, this is right. And I took that wave. So, when we move into the unknown, we are able to receive possibilities and opportunities that we could have never planned. And yet, because you have aligned your sense of abundance, your ability to feel, your focus and your discipline,